You're watching WLWT News 5, leading the way. Hey, it's Daily Dose on this Wednesday, middle way through the week. I'm Colin Mayfield. Kelly Rippin is here. Fletcher Keel. We're all here, guys. A lot to talk about. The biggest thing that we've been talking about, and one of the things I think a lot of p folks have been surprised about, U uh, UPS mail or USPS mail, a little bit different, right? And sending checks in the mail. You can't do that anymore. Thefts uh, being seen when you put them into those blue mailboxes that are around town. This is such a bummer. Yeah, it just, it's kind of like a headache. It sounds you know? silly, but like... I live in the city. I don't have a mailbox that I can put things in for the postman to come by. My mom by doesn't have Venmo, it. so I can't send it over Venmo. Yeah, Venmo yeah. is something people use. And so it's, I, I am very much an old lady. I love checks. I, I use them Not for a lot lady. more things than I probably should still. Use your hard copy receipt of something, I right? like that. Yeah, I just yeah. like knowing that I have written it, that it's going to go in a certain, anyway. Uh, but yeah, I use the, the big, blue, blue, big blue mailboxes all the time. Yep. Um, but they have found that there are dozens of cases in which people have been able to access those big blue mailboxes, right. take checks, and then cash them for more than the amount. So if you send a $10 check, yeah. they're finding that people are submitting that for 1000 or 10000 yeah. which is crazy. So yep. um, just be careful. They're asking USPS that you go into the storefronts instead, um, or the post office, I guess it's not a storefront, but go yeah. into the post office instead. But they also are looking into, I believe, a, one of the postman or women was robbed and had uh, a key stolen and right. so they're thinking that that's how they're getting in there so they're not like reaching their arm you're probably it's not going to probably look that exactly. obvious if it's happening yeah so uh definitely a potential issue if you yeah. are sending uh, some money. So just think about that. Another story that's been topping the headlines for us um, is that daycare that is closing because of the toddler assaulted there. It's the Small Kids Adventures Learning Center in West Price Hill. Now, already this is a compounding problem because daycares are hard to get your kid into. There's mm -hmm. wait lists. And I mean, you know all about this right now, having to put little Ben in this. So. Yeah, I've been on since June yeah. or July, and we still don't have uh, a daycare access. But, you know, there it's a really tough thing that they had to do that because it does seem like potentially it's just one person being investigated exactly. there um, but they did have to close it down to to make sure they were thorough in that investigation and i think those parents while probably frustrated are understanding that they're doing their due diligence and yeah. making sure that there isn't a history of that mm -hmm. um, Cincinnati police still saying if you think something has potentially happened to your child yeah, there uh, to give them a contact but um, yeah because these community and neighborhood we all lived in neighborhoods yeah. like these are, are you have very few daycare options in a lot of those places and right. so these neighbors are probably like oh man getting in somewhere is not an easy task right. yeah and at the same time they people want their kids to be safe you guys right. know that i spent almost 10 years working in daycare summer camps uh throughout high school and college and everything you know. and um so th the number one priority for all parents is safety so even yep. if this is a bit of an inconvenience hopefully in the long run yep. it will it'll be worth it to make sure that's the safest place their kids exactly. can be going exactly let's switch gears talk about something that i think a lot of people are smiling about that lovable Amazing, adorable, English golden doodle, guys. The therapy dog. Yeah, Annie Rose. Yeah. The new Caterbury bunny. Who really doesn't even need bunny ears to be cute. She's so precious. Yeah. She's a therapy dog. She's now the Cadbury Bunny. And Randy reminding us that this is our second Cadbury Bunny yes. in the Cincinnati Lieutenant area. Dan. Lieutenant Dan before. 2019. Um, I mean, she is precious. If you haven't seen the pictures, WLWT.com yes. has great photos of her. She 
is dyeing eggs. She has fake teeth in and she's holding a carrot. Yeah. And that's not her only talent, we've learned. That's right. She <laughs> can make s'mores, apparently. And she beat nine what? other animals out yeah. of this position, which one of these, um, a bearded dragon, mm -hmm. I, I'm curious to see that. A bearded dragon and a bird. I can show you a hedgehog guys after, and a horse. Okay. Yeah, a yeah. hedgehog, a horse, and a, a parrot, and like four or five other dogs. So, so and tough from, competition. from all over the country as well. So, not just a regional thing. So. I think Annie Rose is probably would have been my vote, even if she wasn't from the Cincinnati area. <laughs> no um, and she also will absolutely incentivize me to purchase yeah. the mini Cadbury eggs. Yes. You can see a dog over like a bearded dragon. Sorry, bearded dragon. Yeah. Maybe next year. Not cute and cuddly. Yeah, try for again. The, for the cat well, bunny. Try again next yeah, year. But we also, sorry, is that my microphone that's tapping? I don't know. I apologize if it is. Um, <laughs> that's probably very irritating for people. Um, Red's opening day. We were talking about this yesterday because we were kind of getting our planning process, and people are confused. They're a little thrown off. Opening day delayed this year, as we all know. It should have been tomorrow. Yeah, it should be. In, well, in just over 24 hours. Just over 24 hours, which means the city would be going wild. Um, but we are now looking at April 12th. So we are going to start the season next week away. In Atlanta. Only the third time in Cincinnati Reds history that we have not opened opening day at home. Right. Yeah. First time since 1990 as well. Right. And we are, just to mention, going to have opening day coverage, oh, yeah. obviously, on WWT, but also parade coverage, and I believe that begins at noon on that day. Uh, I, we haven't been told for sure yet, but I'm guessing you, me, and Randy will be a part of that. Um, Absolutely. I mean, yeah, we I mean, want to be. I mean, <laughs> hint, hint. We yeah, want yeah, to if be anyone's listening, you can make that happen. <laughs> Usually we're not on the parade float. We have other colleagues that are on the parade float, but yeah. uh, we'll see how it goes, but we'll, we will definitely be there. And specifically today, we get all of the opening day parade information. Right, and, yeah. you know, even the Reds finding the people that are season ticket holders are a little thrown off by all of what's going on, trying to figure out what day the celebrations will be. So mm. um, on our opening day, when we open against Cleveland on April 12th, mm. there will be be as much of an opening day feel as they can make happen, even though it's not. They will just have played like eight, eight or nine games. Eight or nine point. games, right. <laughs> so we're getting the parade information today at Finley Market um, at, uh, I believe it's, is the press conference at noon? Anyway, we will have the coverage at noon, right. and right. it is at noon. Um, thanks, Steph. Um, but we will get more information today about who the um, Grand Marshal is, the parade yeah. routes, how they're going to make things look, because it is probably going to be a little different than in previous years. Yeah, I just want to comment. We did talk to Rez yesterday, and they realized, right, the fans, people that have been out there, they've been watching all of what's been happening, and obviously some of the hometown favorites, not necessarily here, but at least we have baseball back. Right. I think fans will be excited. Obviously, the Reds, uh, they're still that same organization. Uh, it's going to be nice to get back to uh, just, just baseball and to yeah. have a beer at the we're, ballpark. We were talking a couple days ago, maybe late last week, about how they've actually been doing pretty well in spring training yeah. as well. So maybe, hopefully, some of those high offensive numbers can replicate themselves in the regular season. Crazier things have happened That's in right. sports. Yeah. Hey, no one Cubs thought that they were going to be competitive last year either. And then right. they were in the playoff hunt until late August, early September yeah. when yeah, they went on that, <laughs> that putrid yeah, we're relying on a lot of, you know, ducks to align. Right. Uh, we need everything to kind of like come together, stars to align, ducks in a row. I just combine those two phrases. That's right. Ducks in a line. There you go. In Florida, in Florida, I lived literally behind a lake, and we saw ducks all the time. So there it made sense go. to me. There you go. One more quick note about opening day, actual opening day, quote unquote, next Thursday. Uh, in Atlanta, that game has been moved to ESPN2, so it will be a national broadcast. Um, and the first pitch has been moved to 8 p.m. Got you. As well. Got you.
All right, we're trying to get a check of the forecast, actually. I think that today's show is going to be uh, doing that with Randy Rico in a couple of minutes. So as we get that situated, uh, talk about some of the Bengals causes that we had in Meredith's story. I think it's going to be a big hit online and on our website uh, today in terms of uh, what our new Bengals players are bringing in after some of them have left uh, this city. Uh, the new Bengals offensive lineman, Ted Karras, he does work with advocating for adults with disabilities. So we learned a little bit about him mm -hmm. today, uh, this morning, which was huge. And Hayden Hurst, yeah. I mean, this is these guys are so great, and they're young, and they're bringing causes to our city that maybe weren't part of it before. Or maybe there's like a partnering uh, group, but also Cincinnati residents and, you know, football fans in general really stepping up. Uh, it's so cool to see them donate this money just because we know that they're coming to our city. I right. mean, a lot of places would be like, oh, that's cool. We'll see what he does. But, you know, it's it's neat that people think to do this stuff. Yeah, right. And Hayden Hurst gained a little bit of uh, national notoriety um, a couple seasons ago being in Atlanta and uh, after they played the Seahawks and Russell was or uh, right. Russell Wilson rather yeah. was very open about uh, going through mental health struggles and Hayden Hurst yes. has also had that in his yeah. past so they were going to team up and do something now he's bringing that cause here to Cincinnati and awesome to see Wider fans. connection. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome it's, to see fans really jump cool. on that. All right, we do want to get a check of the forecast. Hotter day today which is exciting. Wind is going to play a huge role. Randy Fill us in on what's going to happen today. Yes, it's going to be very warm. Temperatures into the mid-70s. But before you get too excited, know that the winds are going to be an issue. We're going to have steady winds this afternoon, 20 to 30 miles an hour. The potential's there for gusts up to 50 miles an hour. And that's why we have a wind advisory in effect starting at noon. It's 47 right now. Temperatures have been climbing this morning. Right now, winds about 13 miles per hour. But you can see as we go through the day, the winds just keep on cranking up. Strong winds this evening as rain holds off until after about 9 p.m. All right, so there you have it. I think people are looking forward to the 70s today, but obviously yeah. it comes with a couple of uh, issues that you might want to watch out for. So back to X Hoops. Xavier, yeah. we've been talking about obviously the men's uh, didn't make the NCAA tournament, but the NIT, um, and man, what a run it's been for them on yeah. both sides of the yeah, ball here. Yeah, beating St. Bonaventure last night, 84-77 yeah. to 77 in New York, the last year, at least in the foreseeable future, that the NIT will be held at uh, Madison Square Garden, where yeah. it is traditionally. So they move on to play Texas A&M for the NIT championship. Okay. And quite the run they've been on. They yeah. disappointed not to get in the CAA bid. Yeah. Uh, lost is a strong word for the situation, <laughs> but are going without the head coach that has led this senior class the last four years. Right. Mm -hmm. Get a new head coach in the middle of this, and they're still playing some pretty good basketball. It is. It's a good way for them to end this season. Right. I, yeah. You know, at least end on a strong note, at least end on a high note, and feel like, okay, like we're, we were able to come together and make this happen. Yeah, exactly. and a, a very interesting matchup with Texas AM because AM was almost in the opposite spot as Xavier. Remember, Xavier started hot, won, what, 11 of their first 12 games, and then lost a whole, like, a whole 12 of their last yeah. 15 or something like that. Yeah, and A&M well. kind of on the opposite end. They were very upset not to get an NCAA bid as well. So two teams who might feel a little slighted by the selection committee get to play for not the hardware, but some right. hardware some later hardware. this week. Makes not going to go home early, or not going to go home with nothing. Yeah, yes, they're both so. going to be trying to prove a point. That's so right. should be a good game. All right, yeah. that is all we have for today. We'll be back with you on Thursday. Again, this is WLWT News 5, today's Daily Dose, and we will see you on Thursday. Thursday.